What's up, guys? Welcome back to an all-new episode of We Everywhere, baby! I am your host, Nadia. Joined with me is this fabulous man, oh marvelous. What's up, everybody? How are we doing this week? And pause for reaction. Pause for reaction. <laughs> Always got to pause for reaction. You don't want to be rude. <laughs> and let everyone respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that they all wait in line and respond individually. So we just keep Everyone the takes pause a turn. getting longer and longer. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well before we get into anything. Right. I have something hilarious to share. <laughs> okay, okay. On this week's episode of I Don't Work Here. <laughs> we have a new update. <laughs> we need a song. Can somebody send us a song yeah. for Nadia's segment of uh, I on don't this work week's here. episode of <laughs> I Don't Work Here. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Stop. I don't work here. Oh, damn. There we go. <laughs> With the handout. Yeah. <laughs> um, we went to, was it Ralph's? What is Bias? I don't even remember. Vaughn's. Vons. There we go. I never remember what market I'm ever at. <laughs> uh, we went to Vaughn's the other day, this week. And <laughs> I was looking at the broccoli and the cauliflower <laughs> and this little old lady came up to me and she said, excuse me, where are the onions? <laughs> and I turned and I looked at her and I was like, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, you old bag. I don't work here. Right? And then she said, and now I'm getting to the point where I'm just starting to get rude about it because right. I'm just so tired of this shit. <laughs> Like, I dare the next person to ask me for something. Like, it's not going to be pretty. Um, I dare someone to I ask dare me someone, if I work here. Yeah. Ask me where the potatoes are, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I, I was like, I don't work here. And then I couldn't tell that she kind of started to feel embarrassed. Like, she was kind of like, oh, like, she started looking at me and she said, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you look like you work here. And then I said, I do. <laughs> I looked at her and I said, oh, I do. <laughs> and I was wearing <laughs> I was wearing my workout clothes once again, but mm-hmm. I was wearing like gray gray workout pants with like bright teal colored shoes like right. Nike's and like a uh, 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 what you call it a um a bomber jacket that was uh camo yeah. right uh-huh. And a hair was in ponytail with a mask. She's like, that must be the new Vaughn's uh, yeah, like, uniform. How- <laughs> I really think it's a racist thing. I really think it's because I'm brown. And they were like, oh, look at that hardworking Mexican girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> she must work here. <clears throat> That's so funny. Um, that... And you well, were there. I, I was there. It was funny. I, I wasn't. You weren't like, there. There, you, yeah. but <laughs> when I <laughs> when I met you in the aisle, you were ready. I could see in your face oh, that something was wrong. And I was like, What's going on? You like? I don't fucking work here. <laughs> Why do people keep asking me if I work here? I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, You're not gonna believe this. <laughs> You're like, What? No, again? <laughs> like, Yep so you know oh that is i'll so keep you guys funny. up to date on all of my every time i seem to step outside and go to a store these days people ask me a question assuming i work there so i know that was um <laughs> the installment of this week's i don't work here <laughs> <laughs> stop i don't work here <laughs> <laughs> imagine next time somebody asks me and then i like start singing i said stop i don't work here <laughs> oh that's that. so funny um you know uh actually something happened to me at, at the store uh-huh um, the same time no 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 at, at a totally different store this, oh. this happened to me yesterday okay it's it's only related to the fact that i was at a store not no one asked me if i worked there or anything but I went to Bevmo, and I went and I bought some beers and stuff, right, mm-hmm. for one of our shows that we're going to do. And I bought, <laughs> I, I guess what ended up being three six-packs of beer, okay, like bottles, mm-hmm. and like a single bottle of something. And the guy was like ringing them up, and I didn't even think about it. 
I was just like, well, I'll probably just grab them all or put one under my arm or something mm-hmm. and, and get into the car. And he asked me, he was really nice. He was like, uh, how are you going to get this to the car? <laughs> <laughs> not, not like, do you need a bag? No, he was yeah. just like, how are you going to get this to the car? Yeah. And I was just like, like, you're not really thinking this through, yeah. pal. <laughs> <laughs> he said, listen up, you alcoholic. <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you got what equates to 19 beers here. What are you going to do? So I was like, I, I don't know, man. I'll figure it out. They have carts. Right. Which is, it was just a weird, and he was like, you could probably take a cart. I'm like, yeah, or I'll put it under my arm, man. No worries. And uh, he goes, you know what? Let me give you a box. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, it's cool. And he's like, let me give you a box. And I was like, all right, now you're asking me. You know, he's like, okay. And I'm like, anything will work. And he's like, no, nah, no. Nah. And now he's like, he's being real cool. <laughs> and he gives me one that's got handles and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he puts everything in there. And then he's like, here you go, man. You should be good with that. And I grab the box from the handles. Mm-hmm. And the second that I lift it off of the, oh, no. off of the counter, the counter uh-huh. all the beers fell out of the bottom. The bottom? Oh, <laughs> did they break? No, because it was... I was still on the counter, so they just kind of you dropped know down. dropped down. Mm-hmm. But it it was so funny. <laughs> what did he like, say? Uh, he just kind of looked at me like, "Oh, damn." Yeah. And I was like, Good "Yeah, plan. man, <laughs> um, I'll take another box." <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, but that had me dying, and I forgot. I, I just forgot to tell you. I was like, "Just if you would have just let me carry them <laughs> the way I wanted, not even the way I wanted, <laughs> the way that I just would have figured it out, uh, that wouldn't have happened." But it just had me. It had me cracking up. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> well, what else happened this week? Oh, uh, man, yesterday I was fully out of commission. Right, absolutely. <sighs> I So Sunday, well, I shouldn't even just say Sunday. I Lately I've been, we only have about a week left of the challenge as of right now. But before that, I was kind of like kicking it up a notch and starting to lift heavier in my workout classes and just kind of going for it more. And, you know, I... I'm not new to working out. I've been lifting for a long time. So I'm pretty aware of like what the proper form is and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't push myself to the point where I'm going to hurt myself. I do it within reason. But something I did. I mean, listeners of the show will know that, you know, you're pretty much the strongest. You know, I mean, (laughs) it's like kind of known that I'm one of the strongest. You know, uh, I have been called a beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And, a, and an athlete. Yeah, and an athlete. Wow. <laughs> Almost an athlete. Kind of an athlete. You know, you're kind of like an athlete. <laughs> anyway. something similar something, to an athlete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I don't know. I did something and I pulled something in my neck on my left side, like between my, my, like my neck and my upper shoulder area. Mm-hmm. That was so brutal. Like, I couldn't barely move. It was giving me, like, major um, headaches. I literally slept all day. I couldn't do anything but just sleep. I just was like, I'm just going to listen to my body. My body's telling me to rest, so I'm just going to sleep. But, man, the guilt that that I felt <laughs> of not doing anything all day and on a Monday of all days, like... Yeah. Because I've just been really trying to step up everything and just be, you know, more motivated and get shit done. And I go through wavelengths. I'm on a roll and then all of a sudden I lose it. So <laughs> the good old roller coaster life. Well, I mean, you were, you were in serious pain. Yeah, right? it was bad. To the point where, you know, we did a massage, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. And you were like, well, the Theragun. And then we pulled out the Theragun, mm-hmm. which really helped. Um, Momentarily. Right. Uh, I like that thing. I didn't like it at first. Yeah. It's just like, look how big it is. Yeah. Um, but man, that thing really. No, it really works really it out. Ass. Yeah, I really like it too. So get yourself a Theragun, not sponsored. They're expensive. They used to sponsor, they used to be uh, advertisers in Ladies Like Us. That's how oh, we got the hookup. That's how we got it. Yeah, that's how that's we got right. the hookup. So sh- thank you, Theragun. Um, you should check out We Have Wear a Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why don't you come sponsor this yeah, show? Yeah, you know. I actually use it. Right. But anyways, yeah. But but yeah, you were saying um, that you were feeling guilty, but it, that's what I'm saying. We ended up putting like Tiger Bomb or whatever Everything. On it. I did everything. And and then later that night when it, the guilt of you not doing anything was really hitting you, because <laughs> I kept apologizing to me. Like I was your boss or something. You're like, I'm sorry. I didn't do anything today. I was, 
I was like, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> I can see that you have a, you're having a sick day uh, from life or whatever. God. Whatever expectations you think that I have of you. <laughs> it's just yeah, the pressure I, I put on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's crazy when you um I don't know, it just it's it's a it's a feeling of you can't even really relax and rest because you're like right. I could have done this. I could have done that. I wanted to go do the laundry. I wanted to, you know, I had a whole to-do list of things to do and that just went out the window. But I, you, sometimes you just have to listen to your body. So, you know, and then we were going to record super late last night and I was like, I can't do this. (laughs) I just can't do like, you're not going to get the Nadia you want right now. And the listeners will not be happy. Right. (laughs) I mean, well, I I totally agree with that because when I was done working, Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to sit down. Because mm-hmm. I knew that if I sat down... Yeah, you were on one. It was over. So I was just like, okay, okay, what can I do? What can I do? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, why why put something off for later? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That I could do. I was like... Wow. You know, obviously, you. I was like, I can go buy, you know, the stuff that we need or whatever. Because you were like, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to do this and that. But since it didn't happen, I was like, well, duh, let me go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I would have sat down, we would have just been like, ah, well... Yeah tomorrow Once so we i sit totally down. understand that like trying to keep that motivation the mo- going the momentum and, and the momentum yeah. when you have it absolutely yeah so that was a little bummer for me but i'm back in action i'm i went back to my class and took it easy and the weather is amazing i swear like you hate omar hates the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he avoids the sun at all costs he's like a vampire like I come downstairs and open all the windows and he's just like sitting in the dark on his computer. But the sun like energizes me. It's like, it's so nice outside right now. I'm really enjoying the weather. But on another note, uh, we got shout out to Nas because she hooked us up with Discovery Plus and Stars. <laughs> hey! Sent us her little password. <laughs> we right. downloaded the app. And I had no idea what we were missing out on because... We stopped, um, we stopped, well, you actually never really had cable, like, since I moved in. You got rid of cable a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I got rid of cable maybe, like, four years ago. Right. So, so right, right, actually, the year before you moved in, I had gotten rid of it. Okay, got it. Because I just wasn't watching anything. Yeah. So. Well, so, I was, I've always really had cable, and then, you know, I moved in here we kind of and i kind of stopped watching and there's so many other shows like it's not like there's a shortage Mm -hmm. of things to watch right um (laughs) but you know there were certain shows that you know Nas and darla were watching 90 day fiance and like i didn't know how to get to it i was like how do i get to it and like hulu doesn't have the updated episodes they have like really outdated episodes of 90 day fiance so i was never up to date with anything so there's just a lot of shows food network like Shit that we've been missing out on for a long time. <laughs> and I didn't realize Discovery Plus, the app, when you download it, it has all that HGTV obsessed. <laughs> like, I cannot wait to binge on that. Yeah, when we when we opened it up, <laughs> your eyes like lit up. You're I like, was, oh my yeah. God. I was like, Everything it comes with missing. all of this? <laughs> I thought it was just like some like Discovery Channel shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so what we ended up, why she, why she originally sent it to me to begin with, um, was because her and I know of this girl, Sue Lynn, mm-hmm. and she was dating this guy, Peter Nygaard for right. some time. I'm going to jump around. Um, so we found out that there was this documentary exposing him. And all of the things that he had mm-hmm. been doing as far as sex trafficking and all this kind of stuff that we didn't even know about. So we were kind of, you know, even more intrigued because we knew somebody who knew him or whatever. Right. So um, we ended up, we, we downloaded it. We watched that. That shit was crazy. Did you yeah. even watch all of it? I feel like you fell asleep or something. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it was only four episodes or four okay. parts. Okay. Um, But I, I mean, I, I got the gist of it. Like, yeah. Um, I think the you know but, what, but what was it called? It was called. It was called um, unseemly. Yeah. Okay. Unseemly. That's, that's exactly what it was called. It was called unseemly, and it's uh, like I say, you can find it on the Discovery Plus app. Right. But it was. 
it was crazy. I fell asleep around the third episode, mm-hmm. which I think might have been the one where they showed the most parties or the most whatever. It was like the yeah. parties episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just fell asleep. <laughs> parties, what a bore! <laughs> <laughs> I was like an old man partying. <laughs> I don't believe it. No, this guy is a monster. Like he, he's worse than uh, what's the other guy, Epstein. I think he's worse. I mean, it was it was crazy because okay. First off, I have no idea who he is. Well, you know, you know now. I mean, well now, yeah. But, I didn't know either. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't know what he did. I yeah. didn't know why anyone was talking about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the documentary came out, I meant mm-hmm. right? you know people were like, oh, have you seen that Nygaard? And I was like, I don't even know who that is. So why? <laughs> well, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know through it, I learned you know everything that he did and, and you know how he built his fortune and then. Um, obviously it takes the turn that you knew it was going to turn, mm-hmm. uh, take, but to me, it's cause the second they showed his house mm-hmm. on the floor, on the keys or Man, not, not the Florida, Bahamas. Keys. it's in the Bahamas, but mm-hmm. it's like, he owns a you know, that whole, that little tip of the island. It's called yeah. like the Nygar key or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. The point is when I saw that, I was like, well, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, of course. Yeah. I just feel like if you're like a super rich person that buys an island mm-hmm. can't be anything good yeah happening. <laughs> like you're bu- why would you buy an island like you're buying an island either to like kill something or have sex with something <laughs> damn you can't just so you think richard was it richard branson you i think, mean you think he's he's next uh i mean maybe i don't know he had virgin island remember there you go see maybe maybe he's a freak who knows i mean the idea is like if you have the en- <laughs> if enough you have an money island, you're doing to buy an wrong. island <laughs> you're like yo I'm, I'm doing something on this island yeah it's like well i mean you're not far off it really just has to do with the amount of money and power that these people have and then mm-hmm. you know it becomes this they can't nothing satiates them they they reach right. this level of like been there done that been there done. like they want the next best the next best and mm-hmm. it just turns into this sickness or i don't know but their power trip and there's a lot of levels of you know they're they're narcissists there's just a lot of levels right of bad things that are happening and it just breeds these really horrible people and you know it's usually men um, however, l- let's not outrule Sulin. <laughs> <laughs> they barely spoke about her on there. Yeah, they barely I mean, showed her too. She was probably just a, she was like, like me out of this, or, or she, you know, yeah, didn't want to be part of it. I mean, well, she wanted to be part of the rest of it. I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck who listens to this. She's trash. <laughs> she is trash. Look her up. She's an IG I model. Know, I know who she is. Yeah, uh, she. I think she released like a sex a tape. leaked sex mm-hmm. tape that was like clearly with Chris Brown. Uh was that with Chris Brown? I, there I was know. one with Chris Brown. I think she has a few. See what I'm saying? Yeah. No, she's she's a really shitty person. <laughs> Trust me. I mean, the fact that you, if you're in cahoots with this man, there's no way that you don't know that this is happening. Um, there's no way. Okay, so I would, I would say. I would say that there there is obviously because who knows what they're showing you, but I think to the extent that it was happening at the time that she entered in that mm-hmm. relationship or whatever they had, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're a hundred percent. Yeah, correct. she knew. She knew. Yeah, she just wanted the money. She's just one of those people, and there was a lot of people in these types of scenarios. Same thing with mm-hmm. Epstein. They know what's happening. They see it. They work there, and they look the other way. You know what I mean? Because they're getting paid. Now, unfortunately, for a lot of those people, a lot of those people were native to the Bahamas and lived in the Bahamas and had Mm -hmm. no money, had nothing, and he exploited them and took advantage of that. So he knew, you know, let me hook these people up. They're not going to say shit because I'm paying them. I mean, yeah, that's... And that's that's their only option, you know? That's what it always is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it's... It's always tied to that. Yeah. You know, it's always a ton of money involved and you know somebody in a seat of you know unsurmountable power Mm -hmm. and when you're that when you're that rich and that like on top 
it's very difficult to find people to tell you, no, you can't do shit. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And then by the time that you find someone who says no, you're not really accepting a no because mm-hmm. nobody says no to you. Of course. there's no one there to ever say no of to you. Of course. And it, yeah, it breeds, it breeds a, you know, a batch of crazy people. Like I'm not, and I'm always, I'm always like overgeneralized, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not We're every not rich person, them, yeah. and every person that has an island, like whatever. But but it can happen. I'm just saying, you know, I, it's a lot of similarities in those stories. Yeah, no, for real. So if you guys are looking for <laughs> a dark sided <laughs> documentary to watch, uh, similar to Epstein, if that kind of um, you know fascinated you, that uh, that documentary about Epstein, check out the one um, about Nygaard called Unseemly on Discovery Plus. Um, yeah, it's about four episodes long and just really dark. It's crazy. (laughs) Really dark. But that, that, that basically resort that he built on that island was insane. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy property. It was like a Mayan ruins (laughs) type of jungle. Like it looked like a hotel. It was, wow. Can we go there? (laughs) (laughs) is <laughs> he still because he's like in jail now so like what happens to all his property and everything like that i mean i'm assuming i'm assuming he gets seized and then yeah you know the government does something with it I, I don't know you know what i mean um but we were watching documentaries like crazy crazy this like past week. we were catching up on everything we also um we also saw the britney spears one mm-hmm. on, on framing, Hulu. framing britney spears and uh that was that was crazy because, like, again, not a fan of Britney Spears mm-hmm. and just knowing, like, I didn't know anything about her conservatorship. Oh, really? No. At all? Like, I mean, once people started saying the word and, I'm, you know, I was like, oh, okay, that's what she's got. But, like, I never looked into it. To me, it was always just like, oh, this chick is going bananas. Yeah. You know, just like everybody else who just saw the, you know, the headlines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that was crazy. Well, so it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's called Framing Britney Spears. It's a uh, part of a New York Times. Um, what is that whole series? It's like it. The Framing Britney Spears is just one episode of their whole mm-hmm. series, um, and it really just kind of talks like like with uh, in <laughs> okay <laughs> rewind. <laughs> <laughs> I actually knew about her conservatorship. I remember when it happened, but I never really, I just kind of like stopped paying attention to it and didn't realize after all these years, she was still under it. Yeah. So basically she's been stuck in a court ordered conservatorship for about 13 years now. It started in 08. She was only 26 years old. She's 39 years old now. I mean, Imagine you at 26 versus 39. Like, yeah, it's a huge difference. That's a huge difference. And, you know, let's not knock off the part of the media literally drove her crazy. Like they, the media and, and with the media comes the people that consume the media, myself included. Mm -hmm. I am just as guilty as everyone else who bought the tabloids, who looked shit up on the internet, who was invested and obsessed and watched right. Perez Hilton and all this shit, we have we are to blame. And unfortunately, it's like this dark, sad story about, you know, the biggest pop star, one of the biggest pop stars of all time, and how the media really mishandled her and mm-hmm. where she's at now. And it's kind of a way for us to look back and say, we can't ever do that again. We can't handle it the way we did like that. There's got to be more rules. There's got to be just more protection for people because, yeah, she's a celebrity. Yeah, she signed up for the job. Yes, she knows that, you know, society and people are going to be looking at her every move and wanting to know who she's dating and all these things. Celebrities know they're signing up for that, but there still has to be some sort of regulation because, what they did to her was just so wrong and so messed up. And you can literally see the, her demise. You can watch it, you know, and it's wild to see. It's so yeah. sad. And I mean, that's like the, that's like the age old thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the media is what it is. And um, 
then you've got like the the tabloid press is a whole different animal mm-hmm. um and we're only seeing the ones here mm-hmm. like i've heard like in the uk in the uk like yeah. i heard their tabloids are brutal it's really bad so you know what i mean it, but it's <laughs> those people don't make that stuff if other people don't buy it in mass exactly and like i said if there's I, gotta be a demand for uh, it if you would have asked me anything about Britney Spears, like, what do you think about Britney Spears? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say around this time when all of this was going down, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I don't know. She's, she's crazy. She's whack, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, cause, Poor thing. but if you, it, but if you would have asked me like a specific thing, like, yo, do you think she can sing? I'd be like, yeah, she can you sing. You think she can sing? <laughs> no, not like, can she sing? Let's not, <laughs> does she have like hits is more well, along the lines of that. Cause for me, Christine Aguilera always like won that argument. If there's going to be like a pop princess battle. Yeah. Okay. Like that. But that, yeah, but <laughs> to interrupt that thought, there are a lot of videos online that you can look up. Cause even before this documentary came out, I was kind of like in a Britney hole, you know? And I was, I had stumbled upon old videos of, of her tour in Mexico city mm-hmm. and just like really random shit on YouTube that I'd never seen before. Um, and along with that, there was videos of her singing that I had never heard her sound like that before. And so it's like, it makes you Wait, wonder, yes, like way better than what she sounds like okay. now, or I don't know about now, but the way that she's been presented to us. Right. So it makes you think like that was all part of her persona and her image that like, like the way that she changed her voice and that, uh, like, I don't know. It was kind of <laughs> like a nasally thing uh-huh. that she right. did. It's a lot of celebrities, famous people did that. Like Paris Hilton does that. Like they have this alter ego that they create. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't know. I, Britney can sing. She can actually sing, but she doesn't. The way that she presents it is not. I don't know. It sounds different. I mean, it could also be the machine that was making her music, right? You know, that's like, nah, that's not what we're selling. They right wanted now. her to sound you know a I mean? certain way. That's yeah. the thing is, like, if if there's one thing that the documentary showed, just uh, in general, is that she had very not little, not control, but like. I don't. It's like people were telling her what it is that you know was best right. for her, like con- constantly, constantly, constantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is the best music that you got to make. You know what I mean? And she's like, okay, I'm singing these songs. I like, I like them, whatever. But right. maybe she would have wanted to sing, you know, but like how you those videos you saw later. But and that's what like, it was in the '90s. And then it's like, oh, you can't handle your, you know, uh, your money or your kids or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like mm-hmm. just everybody. And you can see that she just kind of was like, man, being crushed by all of this yeah. like, negative energy and One stuff. One hit after the other. Yeah. That was crazy. Hit and wasn't, uh, wasn't your cousin around when she shaved her head? So, <laughs> not, <laughs> no, not no. Like alive. I no, mean, no, like... no. My cousin's friend was <laughs> oh, the security okay. guard who was in, who was there at the time that she shaved her head. He was there. The security guard for the for beauty Brittany. salon? Or, for, oh, Brittany. for Brittany. No, yeah. Yeah, uh, for Brittany. I was like, she was, beauty salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was her security <laughs> guard at that time. And he was there. And, um, you know, she just, she was just pushed to the edge. And then shortly after that, she went to go see Kevin and to see the kids. And he wouldn't let her. And she just snapped and lost her shit. And those are the photos that you see of her break, you know, right, right, right. busting the car when she's bald and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That. What did we? What did they say those photos went for? Like, like a, I don't know. It was like a, ton, a million dollars a per photo and, or something like that. And that guy, or just paparazzi in general, that are like, well, she's never said stop. Right. It's like, what do you mean she has to say stop? She says me? like stop, like get out of my way. She's like, well, she, yeah, but she didn't. It's like they want a a direct like handwritten letter. Yeah. Like, please, dear, <laughs> dear Guillermo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please yeah. stop taking my photographs. Yes. Oh, okay. Whatever you want, Brit. Give I'm sure a, he calls her Brit. <laughs> Give me Ms. a Brittany. break. That's ridiculous. Miss Britney. Okay, Senora Britney. Senora Britney, lo que quieras. That's so sad. It really breaks my heart. Poor yeah, Britney. That was a, so bad for her. You know, that was that was a tough documentary. Just I it mean is. in a in a very different way than to the uh 
Nygaard one, but um, we just watched a bunch of dark sided documentaries. I know. And, and before we before we move on from from our old friend Brittany, um, do you remember? Do you remember the guy hmm. that did the crying, like leave Britney alone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he became a celebrity. Wait, I have a story. Oh, okay. Okay, we saw him. This was years ago. What was his name? I cannot remember. Oh. I cannot remember. But let me just tell you. Okay. Me and my friend Jared, former friend Jared, who knows where Jared is now, also known as Jersey Jones. If you ever hear us talk about Jersey Jones, he <laughs> is a character. Um, and he, him and I, well, all of us, we were in Vegas. And him and I decided we wanted to go downstairs. We were staying at the Planet Hollywood. No one else wanted to join us. So him and I went. It was probably like three in the morning or something like that. We just went downstairs to go have some drinks and walk around. And we see this guy in a little pink dress, tube tube top dress, makeup, like, and he's wearing heels and he's got a little purse and he's by himself and he's just dancing, walking through, dancing, dancing, like, <laughs> Like he's got all this music in his head, like just living his best life. And me and Jersey are like, yes, bitch. And we start gassing him up and I start taking pictures of him. Oh my God. And I didn't even realize it was him. It was that guy <laughs> that was like the leave Britney alone guy. <laughs> and then like, I have, I have to find the picture. It's hilarious. Okay. Um, oh, you found him. Two things. Look at what he looks like now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used right? to follow him. And then he doesn't also look the same his at name all. was... Or is Chris Crocker. Chris, Chris Cocker. Crocker. 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 <laughs> now you got me. Chris Crocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they should have hit him up for the documentary. Oh, my <laughs> God. This picture I have of him is epic. <laughs> he's holding on to the slot machine and he's like bent backwards upside down. And it's like, <laughs> it's such a moment. I have to find it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that was so fun. I totally forgot about that till you said that right now. But yeah, he knew. He knew a long time ago. He's like, leave Brittany alone. <laughs> yeah. That shit was crazy. Poor girl. <laughs> I hope that doesn't ever happen to anyone. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Social media has dramatically changed all of that for celebrities. Because now that demand, that price tag for those photos of them out and about mm -hmm. has dropped significantly. Because now celebrities have access to social media where they are in control of presenting whatever photos and videos of their personal life that they want to their own audience. You have right. Twitter where people can tweet them and reach out to them. Like there's just so much more accessibility that they've kind of removed that, that demand for it. So not that it's gone, right. but it's dramatically changed, which is that that's a good thing for them. I mean, yeah, that's for the better. Yeah. So, but you know, it, it's, have you ever thought about it? What? Like, if that was you, like, what you would do? Man. Like, I, I've thought, <laughs> yeah? I've thought about it. Yeah? What would it. you do? Like, whenever I see when they're, like, mobbed, <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I start going into degrees, like, okay, well, how much in my face are they? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If, like, if you're blocking my my car, mm -hmm. That's that's some bullshit. Like I hate that. Yeah. When I see any, when I see that happen to any celebrity, they can't drive if anywhere. It's somebody I love or somebody I I don't. Like that sucks because like you're physically kind of looking for some bullshit to go down. Yeah. It's like, well, he hit me. Well, mm -hmm. he was also trying to leave, mm -hmm. or she was trying to. Leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that I hate that. That mm -hmm. would that would fucking infuriate mm -hmm. me. Um. I think the walking while the cameras are in front of you, you know, when you're just walking down the street and there's people in front of you, mm -hmm. I don't know if that would bother me. Depends on how many but there then are. Again, <laughs> maybe it depends, but I've always been like, what if you just told me, like, yo, take all the pictures you want of me from across the street, bro. <laughs> like just, you really think that's going to work? Well, They're going to be like, oh, I mean, okay, no I, problem. <laughs> but what if I write him a letter like I did for Guillermo? <laughs> Oh my god! You just start airdropping them a little notice. <laughs> You're like, "Hey, is your airdrop on?" <laughs> and I, oh I want to have one in every language. Oh my god! So I can send it to him directly in what Spanish. About... Like, me, hazme el favor <laughs> de no estar molestándome cuando estoy caminando en la pinche calle. <laughs> en la pinche calle. <laughs> 
What about eating? How do you feel about that when people are when celebrities are at restaurants and people approach them? Have you ever been out with Miguel and people approach him while you guys are eating? Yeah. And you know what? As a person that that has been in that position um on both sides now, uh-huh. It's a, it's still a tough one. Yeah. It's still a tough one. I think you have to it's all just like a you have to gauge what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. if the food's already on the table, like don't leave them alone. Don't come and fuck with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's my general rule too. Like if I see somebody at you know, at a table, like at a restaurant, then I'm like, man, I I need to seize this moment and just say, Hey, you know, you're great or whatever the hell because what are you really gonna do i know it's such an you know awkward so, like you feel hey, like such a doofus you're cool and then they're like thanks yeah and then that's literally the the interaction yeah. but you want to express yeah. to them like yo yeah what you really want to i go really like is you, you want to be like look <laughs> whatever it is that you do you know whichever person you're approaching you want whatever it is that you do resonates with me in some kind of way mm-hmm. that i feel like i need to thank you for it yeah like that's really the heart of the sentiment yeah but you know it, it's always like Hey, sorry to bother you. It's like, yeah. no, you're not, because you're bothering me. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're not that sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I've done the one where I'm like, I know this is some bullshit, but. <laughs> you know I know. Saying? Like, yo, I'm a dick, but I got to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, if there's food on the table or, like, they're engaged in the conversation, like, just stay the hell out of it. Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. If it's an it's a convenient situation, mm-hmm. it's in passing, whatever, and you want to say it, fine, you know? But like you said, yeah, if they're sitting at a table and they're eating, like, yeah. come on, you don't want and to I be mean, bothered. And while I've you're done eating. some, I've done some like things that like not nothing crazy, just like I've approached celebrities or people in bands, uh-huh. in just like in- incredibly inappropriate, ridiculous <laughs> ways because it's like shit spur of the moment. Like, okay, one day I remember I was drinking at a coffee bean. Um, I was having some coffee and naturally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> what else? Right? So I'm sitting there having a scotch and, <laughs> and coffee bean and I see um, the bassist from Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. And this was like way back, before they broke up. Mm-hmm. Or uh, well, you know what? No, it was right up. The point is I recognize him because I like he has pretty recognizable like body tattoos. And he mm-hmm. was wearing like a... Uh, the hell is it a tank top uh-huh so i was like oh shit you know and i was like oh okay here i go and i just ran to him because he was walking <laughs> across the parking lot uh-huh um you bum i literally bum rushed this dude <laughs> like, at, with, like his, ah! with his girlfriend or wife or whatever at the time mm-hmm. and you know you just walk up and and you just like hey and then <laughs> they turn around like what the fuck <laughs> and you Dude, you're fucking cool. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got the worst follow up. Like yeah. the worst follow up on on that. Like, hey, sorry, just scared the hell out of you because this is L.A. and I could just be some, you know, yeah, nut job. psycho. But uh, I like how you play bass. <laughs> like, yeah, man, that that sucks. Hey, I think you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's weird when when people stop Miguel when uh-huh. I'm with Miguel. Uh huh because i don't know if it's just from how how we were raised or whatever but i also get this sense of like what is this person what happens if this person does something right now oh like a you protection I mean? thing. like that like yeah, i'm yeah. gonna like i'm gonna start you know fighting anybody no, but it's an alert it, but it's just like a yeah. weird alertness which yeah. makes me I, I i feel like you're standoffish or something give off weird energy uh-huh. to people who approach him right do you know what i'm saying yeah like, i know what you mean and i don't i don't mean it to to come off like that because i don't want people to be like oh i met miguel but his cousin's a dick <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it's just like it my I immediate impulse normal. is like who, you know who, who the fuck are you like yeah you know and then i gotta go oh, well duh people <laughs> people want to yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah but you never know this world is full of crazy people like you just literally never know so just having that gut reaction is I don't think that that's a bad thing, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's not like you're like saying anything or yeah, being no, like an no, asshole. No. Just... Actually, one of my favorite things when when I used to go uh, to like uh, any of his tours or anything like that, 
would be to stand with with security, either his like guy or you know anybody at the show. And then I always look like the smallest security <laughs> guard. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, what's up, I'm guys? Special ops. <laughs> yeah, they're like, man, I'm, I was gonna bum rush the stage. Yeah, yeah. But then this little dude. <laughs> oh, he must be the brains of the operation. <laughs> yeah, that guy knows some killer karate. <laughs> He doesn't need to be strong or tall or menacing. <laughs> He's just very charming. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, no, I don't know. It's just one of those so things. Funny. There's so many times that I look back and I'm like, "Damn, definitely should have went up to like so and so and been like, hey, what's up?' Like that was a good setting, and mm-hmm. I just." I never do. Like, it's so rare that I do. I don't know why. There's just something that holds me back from like, leave him alone, leave him alone, leave him alone. Right. <laughs> it's because you kind of have the, you you have the ability to recognize it's like, I'm really just going to bother this person right now. Yeah. You know what I but mean? But you never and, know. Maybe not. Well, yeah. I know. I mean, I, as I got, as like, I guess as I got older, I stopped idolizing so mm-hmm. many people. Um, I kind of prefer the, escalator meetup oh okay like, i really dig that yeah because that's, that's the easy best. Yeah, yeah um and or if somebody's just walking past you yeah if you can and i've, I've done it a couple times like either because they're passing you on the other escalator or they're going to walk by you and you guys are on a busy street or whatever mm-hmm. if you can lock eyes with them immediately mm-hmm. um i like to just be like i enjoy your work and keep it fucking yeah. pushing like tom Cruise. i mean uh tom hanks yeah literally like Rita. when I, like when we saw that them. was so dope and they, they were just walking and i was just like i enjoy your guys' stuff like you know yeah you're like big fan of your big work fan, both of you and they're like thank you and we just cool you don't you okay. know and then you then you turned around and looked at me and like, were like ah! <laughs> tom hanks! Fucking tom hanks, man. he's an actual star <laughs> <laughs> He's somebody. Yeah, he's a heavy hitter. <laughs> yeah, because there's like ranks of yeah. celebrities. You know what I mean? It's like you get to see Tom Hanks and be like, "What's up, man?" <laughs> like pre, that's a good I one. I saw pre-COVID Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When he was healthy. Well, listen, we could <laughs> dig totally into that since we're on the subject of celebrities, but I think that we should save that episode because Omar and I went to the Chris Cornell tribute concert, and that shit was amazing. And there were, it was crawling with celebrities we had backstage passes because miguel performed Mm -hmm. so we got to see some really big time um actors actresses musicians it was fucking amazing um but i think we should save it let's save it because there's stories there sure we'll talk about (laughs) it on another episode yeah um you know we what what else i wanted to talk about what was the hotel cecil yes everyone's been asking me people have messaged did you guys watch it did you guys watch it Guys, we totally watched this. We totally watched it. um, In like a day and a half. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we we binged it. Another dark-sided documentary. Uh, Uh, No. Hotel Cecil is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's cool is that it gives you... It gives you the backstory of how it began. It shows you, you know, the beginnings of downtown Los Angeles because it's really old. I I forgot to write down when what year it was built or how old it dates back to mm-hmm. is it the 20s i think it was like the 20s i would say also too yeah i think it was the 20s but i'll look it up right um now. but yeah hotel cecil is a infamous hotel in downtown la that is known to just harbor some of the worst people criminals <laughs> drug addicts just really the bad bad crew of people uh that would stay there including richard ramirez if you guys watch the night stalker documentary Mm -hmm. he was one of the most famous killers in los angeles as well and he stayed there also so it kind of like shows you the beginning um shows you all the people that stayed there and then of course the ending leads to the story of elisa lamb who uh what what year was that that she was found like four or five years ago or something like that something like that but her body was found in the water tank on top of that hotel and people as her body was decaying people 2013 13 okay her body was decaying into the water and people were showering drinking brushing their teeth washing their faces (laughs) with elisa lamb's bits and that shit makes me want to puke yeah, well, well, to oh. like, <laughs> wow, oh. 
to give a little bit of backstory uh, or to fill in some some gaps, some gaps. there. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's funny because I I I've always called it ho- the Hotel Cecil, but it's like the Cecil Hotel. It's yeah. one of those things, you know, yeah. in my in my brain it always goes backwards. But it opened in the twenties. So right here it says that it opened in December of twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um, fifteen floors and seven hundred. Rooms. rooms yeah it's huge so it's a massive hotel but these rooms are not they're small yeah, yeah they're some of them are very very small mm-hmm. and a big portion of the hotel was monthly residencies mm-hmm. so you could go and they had like it was like always like it was always residence. billed as a cheaper hotel mm-hmm. with long-term stays if mm-hmm. you wanted to so you know that's where you got in the middle of downtown in the middle of skid row basically mm-hmm. so not just downtown like mm-hmm. skid row downtown so you got this place that anyone can scrape up a couple bucks and stay for the night or mm-hmm. whatever and that's how you, it ended up attracting riffraff mm-hmm. as they would say exactly um, but it also became like somewhat affordable housing for you know um a lot of the uh, homeless people who are in uh who were in and around skid row mm-hmm. but um where we get to that Elisa Lamb situation is when they try to revamp a portion of it. Mm-hmm. And they revamped a portion of it where they kind of split the hotel and mm-hmm. then called it Stay on Main. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, put it up on all the travel sites like, yo, come stay they in this like them. incredibly old like building. Um, but it's got all this modern stuff. But they didn't ever mention that you were going to be walking past. Like, yeah. You're in the heart of Skid Row. Like, yeah. A ton of uh-huh. uh, homeless people. Right there in Skid Row to do it, and this Canadian teen teenager, she was like like twenty one, right? Yeah, she was. She was, yeah, yeah. So something like that, early twenties. Yeah. So the point is that she went to stay there, and then goes missing, and then that's when you said they found her in a water tank. Yeah. But the documentary is so cool because it gives you all of this info on the hotel. It's not mm-hmm. just one hundred percent what happened to Elisa Lam, mm-hmm. but when it gets to it. It really like goes into it. I'm yeah. Like, All right. This is cool. Cause I remember that video. Yeah. There's a very famous Same. video of her um, going in and out of an elevator, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the last known footage of her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember really seeing strange. that because that happened in like 2013. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was crazy that she was up there for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. And the stories of the people that would see the water come out, it was brown. Disgusting. It's, it was. <laughs> Well, it was tough. Like you, um, I don't remember if I knew about it right when it happened or heard about it, but wasn't long after that Ash and I, we would YouTube a lot, just random. We mm-hmm. would get into these random dark holes of YouTube and find really disturbing shit. Yeah, like <laughs> 10 most shocking yeah, yeah. videos. Yeah, exactly. Was that same exactly. guy? Exactly. Number yeah. seven. Number seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we would always watch all those countdown videos of all that shit. Right. So uh, that's how we stumbled upon her footage of her in the elevator. And it gave mm-hmm. us a short like backstory of like this girl. Look at this mysterious footage. I can already hear it in my head. Yeah, like, same. You know, Canadian and- tourist <laughs> Lisa Lamb went to Los Angeles. <laughs> it's like that. Notice her strange behavior as the elevator stays open. It doesn't even close. It's so bizarre. <laughs> Other patrons of the hotel have noticed the buttons turning on and off. <laughs> and guests say that the Hotel Cecil is haunted. Anyways. Like and if subscribe. You guys, if you guys watch YouTube countdowns, and li- like, you know exactly what we're talking You've to. you come across that guy. I wish I knew who it was to give him props because I've given that full views. But, um... <laughs> That's where we first stumbled upon this story and and the hotel. I knew of the hotel, but didn't know the story and the history. So then we were like, oh, shit, that's crazy. And then I started to kind of look into her and and the hotel and that stuff more. So I had already known a lot about it. Um, So when this document came along, it wasn't that shocking to me. It wasn't like that new. Uh, I had known, but they really dig in deeper and show you a lot more stuff that happened mm-hmm. i didn't know richard ramirez stayed there and like because there were so many nut jobs that stayed at this hotel and mm-hmm. so many weird occurrences would happen richard ramirez would stay there he would go and do his killings 
Mm-hmm. Take off all his bloody clothes because that's a red flag, right? Bloody clothes. <laughs> yeah, can't go inside can't the hotel go in, with, yeah, with bloody, <laughs> bloody, bloody clothes. <laughs> so he would take off all his bloody clothes and walk through there in like his drawers. Walk mm-hmm. through the lobby just naked going to his room and no one thought anything of it because, hey, this is the Hotel Cecil. <laughs> anything <laughs> yeah. goes. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Weirdos stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. So, they, they do like... We should... Uh, we should go and, and see some of the older footage that they had because mm-hmm. during the documentary they do show some older footage of mm-hmm. people like of them going into rooms and stuff mm-hmm. and it just it's trashed yeah. like these like really they look like closets you know what i mean yeah um and now of course uh, i'm sure a ton of people are going down there i've seen a couple of our friends yeah, who now it's all touristy down there. shit <laughs> like people, yeah <laughs> like, let's take a picture in front of it yeah. you know but man it's yeah, just I mean, if we're down there we'll do it I'm not gonna lie <laughs> would you ever stay there i would you would hell yeah I why would totally stay there what do you mean why why not ew okay first off like gross it's so why not okay why but, not but why not i can give you a whole I, list of reasons if i needed if i needed a place to stay okay yeah or if it was like a thing where we're like oh my god like you know we're gonna do this for a video or something i mean i mean we i'd be like okay lame but let's do it <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not. Should we I, do a YouTube video of our stay at the hotel? I don't think Cecil? you can anymore, though. Oh. I think it's closed. Well, stay on Main is open. Stay on yeah, Main is still open. Okay, fair enough. But anyways, a lot of people that have mysteriously died there, whether they've been thrown or pushed off or committed suicide mm-hmm. off of the hotel, like so many bodies have come to the ground in front of it. So even just walking around, like. It's been a lot of dead bodies yeah. hit that pavement. Pavement. So. I mean, yeah, it's a good documentary, um, and I think one of the saddest things uh, in it was uh, my poor homie uh, Morbid <laughs> <laughs> and his downfall. Morbid, <laughs> poor guy. He just All wanted right, so, to be dark sided. <laughs> so there is a portion of the documentary blamed. where they they. <laughs> <laughs> They explain what happened to this um, black metal uh-huh. uh, musician from Mexico uh-huh. by the name of Morbid. Uh-huh. And he was staying at the hotel around the time that she was there. Mm-hmm. And he was posting these like creepy videos, like, <laughs> you know, um, with his like uh, that that black metal uh, face paint, which mm-hmm. is like all white with the black or whatever. Yeah, he looks scary. Um, and somehow, you know, because again... Like almost tying into, you know, the Britney thing and the media and this and that. And, you know, people were like, you know what? I think he was there. He did it. And then people just went after him. Mm -hmm. And he got, uh, as he would say, (laughs) cyber (laughs) bullied. He got got cyber bullied. He did. Um, And he he ended up putting out a memory. (laughs) So he's like, I put out a video saying I was innocent. Yeah. But it's a video of him in like a mask. You know what I mean? It looks like, like come it, on, bro. Yeah, it looks You're like trying to argue your case. The, he was on the set of a Slipknot video, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, Sid, can I borrow your mask?" And then he was just like, "I didn't kill her, <laughs> but I look like an absolute fucking murderer right now." You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think that helped him, but yeah. um, but he lost his uh, lost his will to make music and everything. Damn. And I gotta tell you, there's nothing sadder than a sad Mexican metalhead. <laughs> Nothing broke my heart. His little black tears streaming down his white face. (laughs) No, you're is morbid. (laughs) That's that's what his dad was saying, knocking on the door. (laughs) Morbid, ya no llores. (laughs) Ponte las pilas. Ven a hacer algo. So stupid. Poor Morbid. Oh, shouts to Morbid. Yeah, he just wanted to be dark-sided and he got blamed. <laughs> yeah, but that sucks. I mean, you know, uh, we can make light of it, but if if the whole if the whole world, as you perceive it, based on the internet comments you would get, are all bad mm-hmm. and are all kind of like telling you you're a murderer and they're going to kill you and you'll burn for this, like, mm-hmm. yeah, after a while, you're just like, man, I'm I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a sad golf. I'm a sad. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, we went heavy in the documentaries. Yeah, um, we did. I think that was it for the documentaries that we mm-hmm. watched. Oh, 
But we finally got to Omar's beloved Nicolas Cage. <laughs> okay. So we are we are winding down on the episode, right? So let's let's not spend too much time because I know it bothers you. What? Why does it bother you're a me? Nick Cage hater. That is not true. You just but want me to be. We watched Willie's Wonderland. And <laughs> Willie's Wonderland was a movie we talked about on I probably talked about it twice already. <laughs> but definitely on the Nick Cage episode. Um which is a movie where Nick Cage has to spend the night in what is essentially a Chuck E. Cheese uh, in order to get his car fixed because he's got flat tires. Mm-hmm. So he's in some town that doesn't accept ATMs or mm-hmm. doesn't have credit card machines, whatever. So he's got he to work cash, for it. So you got to work it off by cleaning this Chuck E. Cheese or Willie's Wonderland in this case. Go clean Willie's. <laughs> <laughs> Which so is childish. abandoned and shut down. And, and yeah, because they're going to reopen it and then go. At the same time, there's some kids who are trying to burn this place down because it's haunted and you know they know some they know that bad things adults are or people are sent in there mm-hmm. to clean but essentially it's a sacrifice to the animatronic band <laughs> that plays <laughs> happy birthday songs <laughs> and it's a little Riveting bit of, it's, shit, it's, it's a little bit of child's play where it was like yeah. murderers who s- sent their souls into a doll right mm-hmm. like in child like the original child's play mm-hmm. and then it just becomes this like survival thing um but it's just i i i i thought it was great <laughs> i thought it was absolutely great it's incredibly ridiculous ridiculous nick cage spends this whole movie beating the shit out of these animatronic um the uh, dancers or whatever but every time he like beats them up or whatever or hits them they shoot out blood but it's black like oil right. but it just splurts out like he's like crushing skulls or whatever yeah. so um I was just watching. Like, like it's gory, but it's not blood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And to top it all off, Nick Cage doesn't say a single word <laughs> in the whole fucking movie. Like maybe something at the end, but but he basically has no lines. Mm-hmm. Literally. Barely speaks. Such a good time. <laughs> Such a good time. It's all in the face. <laughs> yeah, Omar really liked it. Uh <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those movies that you're just like, you can't stop watching because you're just like, this is so stupid. Why am I watching this? But I'm still watching this. And also, I'm enjoying the fact that you're getting a kick out of this movie. So, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> I would rate it a D plus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe a C minus. I'll give it a C. I would give it. I would give it. I would give it a solid C plus. Okay. So we're in the C's. We're in the C's. Right, we'll give it a C. It's not going to be the best movie you've ever seen. Hell That's definitely no. not the worst movie he's ever made. No. Um. <laughs> but it was totally worth it. I'm. I'm. I'm glad uh, that I was able to watch <laughs> it. And it's on video on demand, so it's not on any streaming services. So you'd have to uh, find it. Um. And you know what though. Let's end it on a high note. Okay. Because um, we watched a series that was so was so good that I actually I actually had to tell you about it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Normally, I'm like, oh, we should watch this. This is cool. But I was like, man, I remember I went upstairs. I was like, this is one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. You were like, it just makes you feel good. This is, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you know, I hate feeling yeah, good. Yeah, that's why I was like, huh? What like, show no, is this? You know, I hate feel good shows. <laughs> this one is amazing. And this is, and it's, it's a show. softened his little <laughs> oh dark God. stoned heart. It's a show on Apple TV <laughs> starring, um, oh my God, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis, yeah. And it's called Ted Lasso. So if you haven't seen it, definitely look it up. It's such a good show. It's uh, the premise is basically uh, Ted Lasso is a uh, football coach for oh, yeah. for an amateur league. Like he's not Foot- pro football. Well, yeah, American football. American? No, not American football. Yeah, football. He is a football. Oh, coach. I didn't see that beginning part. Right. That's oh, why. you came okay. in like the second or got it i'm like you mean soccer like football so let me tell you then i guess (laughs) let me explain it to the audience as well as nadia who saw the show i missed that part he is an american football got it who gets hired Mm -hmm. to coach an english soccer got it right and the reason for that is that the owner of the 
they call them clubs, right? So the owner of the team, uh, he gets divorced and his wife who hates him now, ex-wife, mm-hmm. wants to basically Stick make this him. the shittiest team in the league so that he'll lose it, whatever he loves, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Ted Lasso is one of those characters that comes in and is just so genuine and so like kind-hearted and cares and that you know the team starts turning it around but it's not in the way of like a mighty ducks or some shit right you know I mean? it's just like now nah, we're like the best team it's not like, automatic it's not it's like not, that it's yeah. more on a personal level mm-hmm. as far as you know taking care of the players and, and just having a very positive outlook very much like a like leslie nope mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. parks and rec mm-hmm. where they're like you're crazy and she's like crazy about government like you know <laughs> <laughs> like something like that but that is a good show what'd you think I really liked it. It it is like what you said. It's a feel good show. Um, you kind of think, oh, Jason Sudeikis, it's gonna be funny, and it it does have its funny moments. But it's just it's a good family show. It's a show you can put on and watch with your whole family, and not in the cheesy, corny way that you're like, I don't know. They just present it in such a smart and genuine way that you you know that there's a level of corniness and sappiness. But it doesn't bother you because I don't know why. I don't know what the secret ingredient is to this show. Uh, well, I'll, but, s- I'll say this: um, it's at least at least for us, mm-hmm. it's a show that would make you kind of well up. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. going to not necessarily cry. Well, that depends on how easily you cry mm-hmm. or whatever. But it definitely gives you the feels, yeah. right? But I feel that I, I think that they're earned. Like those reactions from us are are earned honestly and mm-hmm. earnestly uh, from the show. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, as opposed to something like, and this is my personal opinion because I know you're going to disagree. That as opposed to this is us. I knew you were going to say that. Like that, the amount of crying they want you to do on that yeah, show. Yeah, it's more force. It's just like, look, okay, how can we make them cry right now? And okay, and then right here, this person's going to say this and then, you know, we're going to get that cry and everybody's going to be like, oh, they did it again. You know what I mean? As opposed to Ted Lasso, it's like, well, how about right here? He does something that's incredibly, you know, kind hearted and, and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And the audience, that'll resonate to them. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely J- Jason Sudeikis is in it. But um, there is an actress on here named uh, Hannah Waddingham. Mm-hmm. And she is she plays the you know the mm-hmm. the now owner mm-hmm. uh stunning stunning looking lady mm-hmm. super tall super tall and uh you know she's well made up and you know because she's rich or whatever in the show she's got style she's show. got her style hair and her outfits <laughs> but the funniest thing about it is that if you wouldn't know and like definitely obviously you know somebody doesn't tell you you would never recognize her as that nun from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. that was shaming uh, Cersei the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Completely different, like yeah, almost almost looks like a totally different person. Yeah, so that was like super cool, and she can act too. And Actually, didn't didn't you say that? Or no, you were just assuming. What? what? Were you like, oh, she probably went out for the role of Brienne? Yeah, because she's super tall. Yeah, so I feel she like is. she. She got called in for mm-hmm. Brienne of Tarth, and they gave it to the <laughs> other person. Yeah. Um. Oh God, I wish I knew her name. Um. But anyway, they gave it to her, and she. They were like, "Well, you could be this nun." Yeah. <laughs> she's we like, have a nun role. Imagine she's walking around at her house like, "All I say is shame." What the fuck is this? Why do I even act anymore? Like one line, and then yeah. it became like a super popular. Yeah. Like, huge. <laughs> So see, you never yeah, she's know. She's great on it. Um, <laughs> they're all great on it. It's a, it is, it's a really good show. We're still currently watching it. How many? No, seasons? actually, we're done. We finished it. Yeah, we finished it. Hmm. Oh, we now did. I, I'm not saying that. I think they got, they got I signed forgot. up for three seasons. I think. Like okay. I think they got uh, the orders, but I don't know that they. And um, it's on have been what? Able to produce it. It's on Apple TV. Oh. So. If any of you guys have Apple TV, I'm sure they gave it free when you ordered. Or if you know how to hack into Apple TV. <laughs> or you know You're going to figure it out. <laughs> Not Just sponsored by to Apple find TV. find it on the, the black box. <laughs> <laughs> the black box. I remember the black box. The cable box. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. Uh, oh. 
All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. Um, yeah, basically, you know, right. Nothing crazy happened. Just, we just really went hardcore on the documentaries. I know it was so, just one after the other and people were like, no, you got to watch this one. You got to yeah. watch that one. I was like, man, they were right. They were right. They yeah. Were right. A lot of good ones. So if there's any that you think that we should really watch that we haven't, you know, spoken about, let us know, DM us. Um, and that is all folks. Just all make right. sure to check out our YouTube uh, we everywhere baby and of course send us some love on our instagram page we everywhere baby podcast you can follow me at nadia moham official and you can follow me at o-m-r-v-l-z yep and thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you next week we everywhere baby